Hello and welcome back to Trady Business School, the podcast where we have uh, real conversations where we will help you to uh, we'll share some tips and tricks on how you can grow your trades or contracting business uh, more profitably, more enjoyably. So I'm joined by the amazing Barry William Magliadidi. How are you today? Absolutely fantastic, Miranda. We're going to talk about how to hire A player staff. So I know this is a hot topic at the moment, um, staffing, staffing, staffing. How can I find them? They're not out there, all of those things. This is an age-old conversation that, that we've had that is as relevant today as it was when, you know, Barry, I know, was working on a lot of the aspects of this when he put it together as part of writing Path to Freedom. This is part of a mini-series, this podcast that we're doing. So... If you haven't already tuned into the previous episodes, go back. It starts with uh, vision and mission and values and so on. Today, we're talking about hiring and how to hire A-player staff, which follows all of the previous episodes. Barry, hiring A-player staff, you know, this is one of, what are some of the, I guess, the fundamental biggest mistakes that business owners make when when it comes to thinking about hiring? The thing that came to mind then, you know, like I, I saw a post come across, uh, I think it was a trade in general contract, just global, the Facebook group we run for free, mm-hmm. uh, talking about that hiring and I gave a bunch of suggestions and tips there and People are like, oh, yeah, but, like, it's a thing in Australia right now, like, there's not enough talent and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, there's businesses that are killing it right now, right? Trades businesses are killing it. And they're not having the same issues as a lot of others because they're prepared. Mm-hmm. So I see one of the biggest challenges is business owners playing the game too short-sighted. And this is just in general, Miranda. And it's, and it's typically part of growth as an entrepreneur, when we start, it's like, let's just get money in the bank and pay our bills, right? We're not thinking five years, 10 years in the future. And the, the, the longer you go on, the more your business starts to grow, the more you get everything we're talking about here and, and that this mini series around the path to freedom put in place, the more you start thinking long-term. But, but companies are not marketing to attract amazing talent, right? They're not building a culture that has people want to work for them and, and, and has a waiting list lined up of like the moment a job's ready, like let me know, I'll leave my current employer and come across to you guys. They're often hiring people when they're overwhelmed with a ton of work and they need someone that day. And so therefore, they're taking whoever they can get, which is typically probably a shitty hire, they're getting held over the barrel by the employer because they know it, and they're not building long-term sustainable business. Mm. So one of the hardest shifts you'll make is going from someone that works in your business to becoming someone that leads your business. You know, being able to step back and hire and retain great staff is pivotal for you achieving your goal to have a business that runs without you. Now, we need to attract and hire the right people in business, right? And we want to attract people that more importantly than skill set, although that is important, number one is aligned with the culture we're creating, the vision, the mission, and the values. Number one. Right, I would much hire somebody who is a complete alignment to our vision and values, right, and like dedicated and train them up and get them training than someone who's a gun, but is no alignment at all to culture. You know, I made that mistake early on. Yeah, one of the key things that you said just then, Barry, was the word marketing. And I know we're in a hiring conversation, so stick with me. But hiring is marketing. You're marketing to people to come and work for you 
and they will be attracted to, yes, um, an element of what they're going to do and, yes, being remunerated for that. But more than that, they will be attracted to the culture of your business, what you stand for, why you do what you do. You know, nobody goes and looks for a job that says we provide shitty service, we do dirty work, um, we work super long hours and we underpay you. Oh, and we yell at you all the time. You know, it's... Or or even the other of that is like, uh, yeah, we rip our clients off. We're going to treat you like shit, all right? We're going to expect way too much of it, but we're going to pay you a fortune. No one's going to join up with that either. No, exactly. And, and I hear it so often as I've got to pay them. No one wants to work. They're all driven by the dollar at the moment. Now, yes, there will be people out there that are driven by the dollar. Do you want them working for you if that is all that matters to them? No, because they're going to turn up. They're coming for the paycheck. They're the ones that are going to be looking at the clock all day. The gonna, yeah. Um, and do those things. So marketing is the key thing is you've got to think about hiring in terms of marketing your business to a human being to attract them. So you're not marketing a product or service. You're marketing your culture and your business and why they would want to, in most cases now with the way labor is going, you have to market to somebody who is already in employment to move. They have to leave. So therefore, it's got to be more than just the money and it is marketing to them. So already start thinking about this as a marketing conversation. There's a number of key blocks, um, which we'll touch on in a moment. I will just say before I'm going to get Barry to dive into a couple of the key blockers, but if you haven't already um, listened to the previous conversations around position descriptions and the org chart, then please go back and listen to that because having a position description ready is going to help you in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And not only that, Miranda, like like I remember I spoke to someone just after I'd launched the Path to Freedom book and they're like, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm reading the section on team and hiring and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, to read the rest of the book. And they're like, no, no, that's my problem. That's what I've jumped. And I was like, well, that's going to continue to be your problem because this is not just about how do I hire better staff? How do I write better position descriptions? How do I onboard them better? How do I train them better? Like there is a reason that this is one of the last chapters of the book and we cover a whole bunch of framework beforehand. And so if you're jumping this episode because of that reason, please go back and listen to the whole miniseries, starting with vision. Because all the things we speak about, especially vision, mission, and values, create the fundamental foundation of the culture that you're bringing these people into. You know, Tony Robbins talks about how as human beings, we all have six core needs and four are the needs of the, the, the physical being and two are the needs of like the more energetic spiritual being. The need for certainty, the need for variety, adventure, the need for love and connection and the need for significance. So like the, the tangible ones, the energetic ones, the need for contribution and growth. Now, people won't leave your organisation or come to your organisation. They won't leave, leave your organisation for money. That's the excuse that they'll use to justify themselves why they've left. What they'll leave for is because their core needs aren't being met, right? Bringing people across, people that are coming across just for the money, if the core needs aren't there, they're not going to be loyal. They're not going to, they're not going to perform, they're not going to work well, and you're not going to cost you a lot of money and a lot of time. Hmm. But equally to understand that Miranda's core needs are different to mine, and what I mean by that is her ratio of of uh, certainty to to variety and venture is very different to mine 
I would, I would imagine, Miranda, knowing you quite well, that you have a lot higher demand for certainty than probably what I do. Right? I can be pretty loose. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you need to understand what, what are the core needs of your employees or the person you're trying to attract. And that's where you want to really start to build your culture. All right. How can you demonstrate? And this is where a lot of people market to get clients. But marketing is equal, if not more important, to attract team members as it is to get clients. Mm, yep. Um, and we will talk a little more to that in a bit more detail in the next episode. So I'm forecasting the future because that, that leads directly on from this is around team uh, and those sorts of things. Thinking for a moment around hiring and attracting people into your business to begin with, there's a couple of key blocks that we notice. Um, and really, a lot of this does begin with, uh, you know, this is often, it's my business. Um, and and think about what it is you choose to believe because that is what will determine your reality. So if you believe at the moment there's no good people out there, that they're all taken, that there's nobody trustworthy, there's nobody reliable, how many conversations do I see in groups talking about how, uh, I know millennials are un, unreliable and how everyone's entitled and you can't find any good people out there. I'm like, guys, just stop focusing on that because if that's your narrative, then that's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to notice. That's what you're going to get. Choose to believe something better. And as Barry said earlier, there are other businesses out there that are attracting good employees that have them working for them. So it's possible. And equally too, Miranda, that's going to be the energy that goes into the position description, the job ad, right? Yeah. Is, is is all your beliefs, right? This is where, you know, our energy and our thinking has such a powerful effect of what we do create and the outcomes that we experience in life. But, you know, perfect kind of segue to some of the core hire blockers. Um, do you want to start with the, the hire blockers, Miranda? Well, I just talked about the first one really briefly um, around the it's your business and there's no good people out there. Um, you know, and just as Barry was talking around, uh, talking about the uh, energy that you put into the job ad, I saw a job ad just the other day and the first thing is, like, you know, we're hiring and it's you must be trustworthy, reliable, willing to work hard, prepared to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, geez, please pick me. Because immediately the energy I was getting from this ad was that uh, we don't believe there's a lot of trustworthy people out there and we're sick of people being unreliable. And this was the whole energy of the ad. So this ad was certainly not marketing to an amazing culture and telling me what it would be like to go and uh, work for this particular business. I see it all the time in trades uh, trades uh, ads. Often it's we're hiring and then insert a bunch of rules that someone has to comply with. And in this market, that's just not going to work. So the uh, another hiring blocker is around letting go of control. So, so many business owners and entrepreneurs are control freaks. And it's it, things like, and before you go, no, 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 that's not me. That's not me. Just think for a moment. Have you ever thought, oh, only I can do this right? Or nobody can do this as, as well or as good as me? Or everybody else stuffs us up, so I need to do it. Um, I'm the only one that can solve these unique problems. Anything kind of like that, then there is uh, an inner control freak in you. Um, what you've got to do is let that go. Um, the truth is, 
that there are so many others out there that could do it as well if not better than you and i know that could be a bit of a hard pill to swallow um and i you know it, it's just to sit with it for a moment um because the moment that you go wow there are other ways that or other people that could do this uh you step out of that control and step into a new power one of the other hiring blockers which is uh, around your identity so think about it for a moment and um, this is around uh, your identity being the business you know, you've birthed it, you've started, done the startup, you've birthed it, you've raised it, it's your baby, right? You've seen it and nursed it through all its infant years, maybe it's a teenager now, and your identity is now totally entwined with it. Um, you think about it, people go, you know, who are you? And you go, oh, I, I am a, as soon as you start noticing it, I am a plumber or I am a, I'm an electrician, then that is an identity type of statement. Um, and your business is all about you. So, our core needs as a human being are that we want to feel needed, we want to feel uh, valued, we want to feel worthy. And these are our deep subconscious patterns playing out. So when our identity is entwined with our business, we start running the story that supports these human needs. Well, I must be needed and I must be worthy and I must be valued. And it starts sabotaging hiring. You can see immediate, it's like, well, I, only I can do it like this. These core human needs around, and your identity are sabotaging and beginning to put these blockers up, like you know, um, you know, blinders up to the possibility of finding somebody for your business and attracting them. So as we said earlier, think about it for a moment. Do you know of any other businesses that have good employees? Yes. And if it's possible for them to hire good stuff, then it's possible for you. Yes. Maybe a better question or maybe a better question is, um, what do I need to believe or what do I need to change to attract employees like others do? That's a high quality question. And I guarantee if you sit down and spend a moment answering that, you will get better quality answers. So when you've started thinking through that, I mentioned earlier uh, to have a position description. So this is where you have your position description that you have mapped out um, skills, competencies, um, maybe some KPIs, um, and, and all about the role that's required um, to fill a particular function in your business. Maybe you need an A grade, maybe you need a qualified carpenter, maybe you need um, an administrative um, uh, assistant to help with um, your back-end business stuff, uh, invoicing, all those sorts of things. But you'll have your job description so it's really clear of exactly what is required for that role. Then I want you to think for a moment and do this. I want you to stop and think about who you want to hire. Think about who, what matters to them. Connect with who your ideal candidate would be. What values must they have and what values would be aligned with your vision, mission and values in your business and the values that you need in your business and you want to hire to. What's important to this person? Why should they work for you and why would they work for you? Add all of that to your job ad. You'll use your description, yeah, sorry, your uh, position description, and then you'll start thinking about the who it is. So going back to the example I uh, mentioned earlier around uh, the 
um, the job ad I mentioned that was all around, uh, you know, we're hiring and you must be trustworthy and reliable and all of these things. Think for a moment around what is going to catch the attention of uh, the person you want to hire. Really connect with them as a human being uh, and speak to the culture of your business and why they would want to come and work for you and how that's a match for what they're looking for. I guarantee it is not always just about the money at all. So we're going to leave it there for now. Uh, we're going to dive into team in the next episode. Um, thoroughly enjoyed having you here. We've finished that up. So if you would like to get more information, drop into our free group, Tradies and General Contractors Global. Uh, Barry, uh, thank you for joining me today. We'll finish this up and I'll catch you next Thanks, time Miranda. on our team episode. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye See for you. now. Bye-bye.